Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense, brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable, that's the key, simple and repeatable 10-step process for sales success. Thank you, Paul. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategy Studio in Washington, D.C., our host today is Kyle O'Connell, Senior Partner and Sales Facilitator at Asher Strategies. Kyla's guest is Beth Berman, Professional EOS Implementer, Speaker, and Facilitator. And the title of the show is, Are You Running Your Business or Is Your Business Running You? Growing and Scaling Your Business with EOS. Kyla, over to you. Thank you, Dave, and welcome, Beth Berman. We're so happy to talk to you today. Hi, Kyla. Happy to be here. Thanks. I was excited about this interview because EOS is just everywhere. You know, of course, Gina Wickman's the book Traction, it's got a lot of traction in business. (laughs) Um, In the consulting world, it's really caught the attention of business management services consultants like ourselves and you, of course. It's amazing. I'm part of the Vistage organization, the CEO membership organization. And in my group of 12, almost 14 now, I guess we're growing, Vistage leaders, CEOs of small businesses, 10 of them are implementing EOS. I've had the opportunity to learn a little bit about it and, of course, read the book and see the results of it as I've watched their businesses grow. I'm excited to have an expert like you to tell our audience more about EOS and how it could potentially help them and their businesses. So how did you personally get involved with EOS? First of all, uh, thanks for the plug. I'm glad to hear that uh, not only are you, uh, to remember that you are not only a Vistage member, but that your peer group is so many people are using it and feeling and experiencing the success, the effects, the cohesiveness that comes from EOS. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial family and have very fond memories of bouncing around in the back of my dad's station wagon, delivering shoes to his remote shoe stores, bouncing on the roads and and really in life, having the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. He was a serial entrepreneur. So after a sales career, as a matter of fact, in telecom, I joined an entrepreneurial recruiting firm and became partner there. We grew the company and then had to really pivot and reinvent and relaunch what during the 2008 market crash. So we reinvented as a job search coaching business. Taking all that experience, I launched my consultancy in 2011 to help entrepreneurial companies build strong teams, create compelling messaging, and really connect on a deeper level so that they could function well. I became a Vistage speaker and facilitator because I absolutely loved working with leadership teams and particularly leaders like you who are really looking to better themselves, better their companies, are open and, and honest and willing to learn and grow and change in order to make themselves and their business the best it can be. And just as you said, a common theme emerged after working not only with clients, but meeting with these peer groups that I kept hearing about EOS and seeing that it had a transformational effect on individuals, teams, and companies. So I brought it into my business 
And then I brought it to my clients and said, oh my God, this is the complete package I've been looking for. I'd been doing pieces of it before with my why work. I'm a certified why coach, but this actually helps a business at not only connect their people, but execute on the vision, bring it all together in such a way that companies grow and scale and thrive and people are happy and they're committed and they're connected. And it's, it's just a wonderful thing. I can see it with my peer group that it's having a big impact. So who are your ideal clients? Are they small businesses that are growing or are they mid-market where they have already achieved some credibility and longevity in the marketplace, significant revenues, uh, or is it both? To a degree, it's both. EOS can be um, effective in just about any size company. However, the sweet spot and what I personally really love working with are, number one, people like you, entrepreneurs who are growth-oriented. 10 to 250 employees, so they've got some structure there already. They're totally growth-oriented, open-minded. They are, as just as peer group members are, willing to learn and be vulnerable. And they're appreciative, respectful, and most of all, frustrated. Frustrated enough to want help and act on it. Uh, typically privately held and typically members of peer group. What are their key frustrations when you are starting your you know, exploratory process? What, what are kind of pain points that you hear? There are five main areas for that. Lack of control, lack of profit, people issues, hitting the ceiling, <laughs> and you know, just nothing is working. So let me give you a, a brief explanation of what, what that typically looks like. Many entrepreneurs start their businesses to take control of the future of their lives. And unfortunately, in a very short amount of time, they realize that the business is controlling them and not vice versa. So it could be a lack of control over the market, over time, the company, but they just feel out of control. Uh, the second lack of profit, quite simply, there's just not enough. And they may come to you and us for this. They may attack it from a sales perspective, but maybe sales are even strong, but they're looking at their monthly P&L and realize that no matter how hard they work, the numbers aren't adding up. So we can help with that. People. People are the number one issue for every company. And these entrepreneurs are frustrated, whether it's their employees, their partners, their vendors. They just don't seem to get it. They don't listen. They don't follow through. They're really not on the same page. Fourth, hitting the ceiling. You know, entrepreneurs start out, they may think that a business just starts and goes on a straight trajectory up toward magnificent success. But we have periods of evolution where we grow and then we may hit the ceiling and it's the ability to be able to break through that ceiling and not flatline or fall off or stall for an extended period of time. It's the abilities to get past that that help businesses grow and scale. And then the final frustration that we find, especially with people who are willing to work on their businesses, they've tried several remedies and quick fixes, but none of them have really worked. They haven't stuck. Their people have become numb to new initiatives or spinning their wheels, and they're not gaining what really is central to what makes EOS different, different, which is that traction that moves them forward towards growth or scale. Right. I mean, I love the structure of it, and also the people start to feel like it's working, then they're more committed to it. And we face that a lot as well as sales consultants and trainers and coaches where people are a little frustrated. Oh, we went through sales training in the past and we didn't reinforce it and nothing stuck. So 
this is just kind of the flavor of the month kind of thing. And that's why with our training solutions, we insist on reinforcement because uh, that's the only way you really start to make change and create new habits. So I think the structure of EOS, process and structure, people start seeing, oh, we're not straying away from this. This isn't going anywhere. This is actually here to stay. The, The structure of it begins to work and then people really start to believe it and live it. So what are the three most important things leaders and owners need to master to move a business toward growth, scale, and success? Really, there are, at the highest level, when we look at a business, there are three main areas that we look at and can strengthen in order to have a business grow and scale, and they're interdependent. The three are vision, traction, and healthy. Vision from the standpoint of getting everyone on the same page with where they're going, and how they're going to get there. That was some of my work before was related to vision and communication. Traction, instilling discipline and accountability on how to execute on that vision every day in every part of the organization so that everyone is laser focused on reaching that vision and working toward that vision. And so we like to say that vision without traction is hallucination because if you can't bring your vision down to the ground and make it real and embody it in your people and your systems and your process, it's vision without traction isn't going to get you there. And then finally, unsurprisingly, the third is healthy. Healthy from the standpoint, starting at the leadership level of being open and honest, willing to be vulnerable, willing to bring issues forward and solve them in an effective way, healthy, open, honest, functional leadership teams that are cohesive and actually have fun because more often than not, they don't. When you can strengthen those three areas with a simple, proven system that's simple but not necessarily easy to execute, which is why I have a job, (laughs) you strengthen these three major pillars and piece parts within that that are designed to make all that happen, and it all comes together. And and quite frankly, people get, the leaders in the company get better business and better lives, and our goal is to create that for business leaders. Kyla, it's time to take a quick commercial break. Over 200 correlation studies show that natural aptitude is the most significant factor in predicting sales success. Asher's advanced personality questionnaire, the APQ, consistently identifies peak performers in outside sales, inside sales, sales management, customer support, and 17 other business positions. Go to asherstrategies.com today or call 866-833-9941. That's Asher Strategies at 866 833-9941. We've been speaking with Beth Berman on how to grow and scale your business with EOS. Now back to Kyla and Beth. So Beth, there's, there's a lot of talk about vision in leadership circles, and I think it's so important. What's your view about getting clear on vision? So I would say the first point about vision is that it's more than words on a page, and it's something that has to be authentic, it has to be lived, it has to be an 
expressed in a concise, repeatable way. And from, you know, and not just be some binder or a bunch of words that if you ask the people in an organization or the leaders of an organization, they have to pull up their phones or page through pages in order to be able to articulate it. The way that vision happens within the EOS world is there are eight components that help you bring it forward. And they're things like, what are your core values? You know, who are you? What does that look like? And how do we measure people against that and hire people against that, retain, inspire, all that kind of thing, attract your niche, who you're focusing on, what you do, who you're serving, your marketing strategy. And it needs to be made real. It needs to be palpable and tangible. And you create a real picture for people so that they understand, internalize, and really embrace the vision of the company. In the EOS process, in the vision piece, we actually, we sit back and we generate what we want the future to look like and what it's going to look like three years from now so that we can see if we're on track to it and the impacts of just the exercises and the process that take you from vision to traction and healthy. They all feed this purpose of getting everyone on the same page, excited, and moving toward achieving the vision of the company. And each company's vision is going to be unique to them and what they want to see in the future. Because if you're not going to move toward what you want, why be in business? It's more than, it's more than a temporary profit <laughs> source. Right. How do you attract, retain, inspire people, and create accountability around achieving vision and goals? Well, here, you know, the words obviously do matter, but they're a starting point. So it, as I said before, it's expressing those core values, getting clear on them, and celebrating your people for exemplifying the behaviors that are important to you and really coaching around them, hiring, firing, letting the pieces of your vision of who you are, of your culture, of your core values, and who you are and what you do and why that's important, just making it pervade everything that you do so that people, when they're looking at a job description or they're interviewing with you or they're looking at your marketing or they're walking down your hallways for those businesses that still actually have brick and mortar, (laughs) that they feel it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is so true to have that feeling of your vision. It comes out in the especially the key leaders and the key executives and also hopefully all the way down. But when people meet you and they see something common among other you and other people in your team, that's a good feeling. That's when you know you've achieved that vision where it's not just words on a paper, like you said, but they're, they're living and breathing it. Exactly. Exactly. You can't fake it. It's got to be who you really are because you're not going to be able to live it out unless you're really authentic about it. Right. Which issue that you address is common to just about every business? Well, you can walk into any leadership group, any peer group, any business, and the number one issue, typically, it may not be the issue of the moment, but the pervasive issue is people. As Jim Collins said, getting the right people in the right seats, people who not only fit your culture, but people who have the skills and knowledge and desire to excel in their jobs. Strengthening the people component, in the end, no matter what we're doing, even if we have an offshore component or we're a virtual business, and it's the, the people component of the business, the best products or the best products for our systems won't work without the people working together to make in the right seats 
to make that, to make all of that happen. Most companies, companies have a, a disconnect with that in the full employment market where it's really hard to find candidates, job candidates and find people. It's about making sure that you communicate those core values, living them again, and attracting people who fit your culture and putting the right people who fit your culture in the right seats, the ones who can do those jobs. So we have ways of making sure that that's happening. And truly, right people, right seats, you've got to have both. If there's someone in your company who either isn't really able to do their job very, very well, somewhat independently, or they are not fitting your culture, you have to make some tough decisions because it's the right people in the right seats that make a business tick. Absolutely. And that's not easy work. I know I'm involved in those decisions with our customers because maybe salespeople are not producing. And uh, we have a method, of course, our five-factor methodology of you know what we go through to make sure that we've supported them as much as we can. But at the end of the day, those are tough decisions that have to be made sometimes and are critical to business. Exactly. And just a little plug for you and Asher, <laughs> having been in your sessions and having worked alongside you in a kind of a partnership mode, the work that you do to achieve traction in the sales component and to increase sales and create adept, capable, successful sales departments and people, just fabulous. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> What makes you as an EOS implementer different from other consulting? So there are several components. One is our process. We actually offer a complimentary 90-minute workshop to determine fit when we introduce ourselves to companies or they to us. And we're looking for fit in both ways. So we want to work with people who fit our core values and our ideal client profile but also where we can add the most value. The least, some of our core values are help first. We don't even have an invoicing system. We walk in the room. If we add value, we ask you to hand us a check. <laughs> also, we enter the danger. Often, some, some consultants will come in, they'll make recommendations. We're in there on a periodic basis, in a periodic, what we call a meeting pulse, from the first day, which we call focus day, to vision building days, to quarterlies and annuals, in which, by the way, we work ourselves out of a job within a couple of years because then the client may uh, become adept at implementing EOS on their own. But we enter the danger. We, if, if there's something happening in the team dynamic that is either the elephant in the room uh, or an obvious problem or people aren't bringing issues forward or there's a dynamic that's not working. We help the teams work through these situations and get very honest and open and in some cases raw such that the conclusion of that facilitation or that discussion actually makes everyone clearer, Usually, even if it's a tough decision, the company will be thanked for making it, whether it be moving a person out, moving a person over, moving a person down or even up, that because we get to root cause of issues and really dig in and teach our clients to do that. Kyla, it's time for the wrap up. Thank you for that. It was interesting to listen to. It almost feels like 
business therapy when you get through and make through make those types of breakthroughs. Where can people go to learn more about this topic and to learn more about you? There's several places they can go. I uh, have a website, which is the name of my company, www.compellications.com. And the spelling of that is not so compelling. (laughs) It's a contraction (laughs) of compelling communication, C-O-M-P-E-L-L-I-C-A. T-I-O-N-S dot com. I'm also on LinkedIn, Beth Berman slash in slash Traction DC. And my phone number, 240-560-8946, which is a nod to my dad, 240-560-U-Win. He always said, you're a winner, his entrepreneurial spirit. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's great. Well, Beth, it's been wonderful to have you here today and talk about some of these critical things that all businesses struggle with. And thank you so much for giving us a little glimpse into the wonderful work you do. Thank you. And thank you, David. Thank you, Kyle and Beth. That's all the time we have for today. Our next show is in two weeks. Be sure to join us. From now until then, John Asher reminds us to please, please get out there and sell something. Paul, take it away. (laughs) You've been listening to another episode of Asher Sales Sense right here on Asher Strategies Radio. 